Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are, this is the Interpreter's Workshop Podcast. I'm Tim Curry, your host. Here we talk everything sign language interpreting. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the sideways of interpreting. If you're a student, a new interpreter, experienced interpreter, this is the place for you. If you want to know more, go to interpretersworkshop.com. Let's start talking interpreting. And now, the quote of the day by Stephen Pressfield, American author. The principle of priority states, A, you must know the difference between what is urgent and what is important. And B, you must do what's important first. In today's episode, we look at the differences between the urgent things and the important things of interpreting. What are the things that cause us stress? And what are the things that we actually should be doing? Yes, I'm talking about my signature line at the end of every episode when I say, keep calm, keep interpreting. So let's delve into the meaning of those two phrases. Let's get started. So, keep calm. We have many stressors as interpreters. Many things that cause stress. They are demands of our time, demands of our work, demands of our skills, our knowledge, our patience. And each of these things contribute to our workload, our mental exhaustion, our physical exhaustion. We have to keep things in perspective. Some of those things that stress us are research, researchers, teachers, workshops, mentors, theories, codes of conduct, codes of ethics. Each one of those somehow gives us more things to think about, more things to worry about, more things to try to figure out how they work in our day-to-day lives as interpreters. We have to think about reading new research. When we go to workshops, sometimes we think, oh, I know this stuff already. How is this going to help me? Or this is really interesting. This is really cool that this connects to that. That's wonderful. But how do I apply it in my daily work? Or we think, I can apply this, but now I'm thinking about it so much that I, it, it stresses me out. Okay, I also have to get a mentor. I have to have someone else to work as a team. I need to think about my team and, and do they give me stress because of the way they work? How do I communicate to them about those things? And then there are the theories. There's new theories all the time. We hear a different way of looking at ethics, a different way of looking at the codes of ethics, a different way of looking at this skill or that skill. Uh, and we have to worry about new laws, or should I get involved in supporting new laws in my area? Should I be on this committee, that committee? Uh, so many things to worry about, think about. And that doesn't even include the day-to-day work that we have to worry about, such as preparing for an assignment, the time that's needed for billing, for sending our invoices, for making sure that we're paid in a 
a timely manner. Time management itself. Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how many pieces of software, apps on my phone that I have tried to help me manage my time, my scheduling, my billing, my day-to-day life. And yet I still go back to, let me write this down first and then just put it in my calendar. But yet there are so many innovative apps and, and pieces of software that help with time management. I think the hardest part is trying to find the time to figure out how to use the app for time management. You need an app to teach you how to find the time to learn the time for the time. Man- yeah, it gets really confusing and very stressful or can give us stress because we have that lurking in our mind the whole time. The whole time. That's funny. Anyway, sometimes we worry too much about being an interpreter in that moment. Ah, will I make the wrong decision? Will I understand the clients? Will I be clear in my interpretation? Will I be able to finish this and get to my next assignment on time? Or maybe you have to work with a team member that is not one of your best friends. And that does not even take into account the content of what we are interpreting and what can stress us or trigger something in us. So there's a lot of things we have to think about and can cause us stress. So when I say keep calm, I'm trying to remind us all that we have a lot of things to think about, but we need to remember what is most important. We need to remember that urgency does not always mean importancy. Importancy? Hmm. Does not always mean that it's important. Just because something needs to be done right now does not necessarily mean it's the most important thing at that moment. Sometimes we have to think, if I don't do this now, what's the worst that can happen? Sometimes that highlights what is truly important and what is truly unimportant. Sometimes that invoice can wait one more day. Sometimes those 20 emails can wait another day. Sometimes we have to sleep before we can clearly think about what is the priority. But in that moment, when we are trying to do our job and we have all of these stressors in our minds trying to help us figure things out, but yet giving us actual stress, we need to remember what is the most important thing at that moment. And that is be an interpreter. Just keep interpreting. Our main role is to interpret. Now let's look at the phrase, keep interpreting. Continuing to interpret, realizing that interpreting is the highest priority. Our role is to interpret. Our main role is not to advocate, is not to be a dilemma solver or a communication manager or even a helper, advisor, friend. We have to be the interpreter. If you cannot handle all of the other roles in that situation, such as a coworker or team, focus on interpreting because that is the key important thing that you have to do in that situation. Focus on that and push all those others aside. When you are comfortable being in the role of interpreting or interpreter, then you can start adding in the next important things, such as 
solving a dilemma that either you caused or that is causing the communication to break down and you have the responsibility for it. Facilitating the communication in a way that makes sense between these two cultures, these two languages. Work on your soft skills, your professional skills, I like to say, because those are how we communicate with others in a way that shows them they can trust us, they can understand that our role is to interpret and to make sure that they have the relationship between themselves the way they want it. When we are interpreting, all of the things that stress us out about our work, our business as an interpreter, should take a back seat and not looked at until we're done with that job. So keeping calm helps us do our job with focus and with trust. Trust in ourselves, trust in our skills, trust in our teams. Such trust allows us to focus on our work rather than everything around our work. Yes, I agree that we do have to solve dilemmas that pop up, problems that pop up, the ones that affect our job that we have responsibility for. Those are the ones we do have to take into account as an interpreter. And whenever we push those other stressors away from us during our job, the more energy we have to put towards our interpreting role. Much less of the advocacy that we might be involved in, the allyship that we might be involved in. Now, the role of advocate or ally can be debated, but that's not the point today. The point today is how we get rid of the stress or at least push the stress away from us while we are working on the important parts of our role. Hey, if you haven't already, share with a friend. It's the only way our messages about the profession gets out there. I don't pay for advertising, so I appreciate it when you share or when you follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. It helps those wonderful magical algorithms that gets more people to know this podcast. Thank you very much. Let's go back to my words of wisdom. And now you're asking, well, how do we keep calm and keep interpreting? That's a good question. I'll see you next week. No, I'm kidding. The best way to relieve stress when we have all of these things to think about is to focus on one of those tasks, one of those parts in our business that give us stress. You can also look at your own life and how you handle stress in general, whether you have good exercise or a hobby that relieves your stress, whether you have a friend that you talk to, which also calms you down, all of those things that we all know about to try to relieve stress in our daily lives. That will help with the stress of the work. But I suggest for the business of interpreting, for each of these themes in our business, each of these topics, you should look at each one individually and figure out how to make it easier for you and less stress, such as all of the research, the theories, workshops. Think about ongoing education and how that can be less stressful for you. Take a workshop and afterwards take some notes about what you learned and ask yourself, how can I add that 
to my daily work? Or how can that affect my daily work in a positive way? In other words, think it through, process it in your mind, and therefore you've come to closure with that aspect of ongoing education. But you've thought it through and processed what you've learned. That will help you be more calm about it. If you have a group of other interpreters that you discuss things with, that will also help you figure that out and give you that that human touch, that human support that we all need, that verification, that validation. That also connects to your skills. Every time you're working on your skills, practicing something new or practicing something old, go through the process of how it works, what you learned, and each time you do that, it will become faster and faster for you, which gives you less stress later. It ties up all those loose ends that you're thinking about constantly in your head. When you have closure on each of those pieces, it helps you move on to the next part of your business. This is also a method for how you prepare for the next assignment, the next gig. Preparing for a new gig, look at all the things that you need to do the job well. If you have the content, such as a PowerPoint or an article, that content helps you become less stressed about what you might encounter while you're interpreting. Studying about the speaker themselves, researching who that person is, their experience, their background, where they're from, all of those things to get in your mind a picture of how this person might think about the content that you'll be interpreting. Understanding perhaps their cultural aspects, how they view humor, how they view politics, how they view the current events of the time. Something happening in their area right now might come up in this gig that you're about to interpret for. Time management. Like I said before, the hardest thing for me is trying to learn a new app and how to get in the habit of using it. And I was working many times with trying to find a new software, a new gimmick that would allow me to have that time management taken care of in a quick and easy way. I tried task lists. I tried to-do lists. I tried uh, so many different pieces of software, so many different apps. And what I found myself doing is, huh, every time I put it on the list, I create a big list and it takes time to do that. I never look at the list again. I never have the time to go back and check that off, check that off, check that off, check that off. That's my way. So instead, what I found is only the major events that connect to all of those tasks do I worry about. I will put them on my calendar, whether it's Google Calendar, Outlook, whatever the calendar you use. Put the major events for your business, of course, the interpreting gigs, put those on your calendar. Maybe put down actual time for preparation for the gig. Put that on your calendar. Give yourself the hour, two hours, however long you need. And for me, the calendar works better than anything else. Other people need to write an entire list out on a piece of paper or on an app, and then they just go through those tasks. It doesn't work for me. I feel like I've taken so much time just to write out the list. For me, I just put it on the calendar. I need to prepare for this gig. I need to send my invoices. I need to take a workshop. I need to 
do a workshop. I need to prepare for this, etc. I put those on my calendar. And if I need time to prepare for one of those events or do some research for those events, I put that on the calendar. And that actually sets aside the time when I can focus on that task. And all the little tasks that I would write down in the past, I know those are the tasks I have to work on in that moment. Those two hours, I start those two hours and like, oh, okay, I need to work on this. What do I need to do? I just write a simple, quick list and I just focus on that. It works much easier, much faster, and much less clutter in my mind to do it that way. It's not perfect. It doesn't mean I don't have stress, but it helps in the long run. What truly, truly helps is more experience. The more jobs you do, the more interpreting you've done, the more people you've worked with, the variety of language that you've worked with, all of those add up. The many times that you have prepared for certain topics, categories of jobs, the more you have worked with those, the more you have prepared for those, the more you have teamed in those, gives you more knowledge, more experience, more more skill sets to work with, which means you put less and less energy into the newer jobs. Sometimes you just can't beat experience. So if you only have a few years of experience, give yourself some patience. Give yourself time. Just keep calm. It will come. The more you do, the better it gets. The more you do, the more knowledge you have, the more skills you have, the more tools you have to use to make it less stressful, to make it easier, or rather to make it smoother with less stress and less energy to do our job. It gets better. For those of us who are more experienced, we just have to remember to keep calm. We've done it before. We can do it again. We know most of the things that might occur. And in the long run, there's always tomorrow. Nothing is so important that the world is going to end if we make one mistake interpreting. One of the major things we all need to remember is that we are not the heroes. We are not the saviors. Sometimes the communication can happen with us not there. The adults that we work with trying to communicate with each other with different languages, sometimes it works without us. We don't always need to be there. And if we are there, it's not up to us to make sure they understand each other or to make sure they have a relationship or that the problems are all solved. It's not necessarily our responsibility because it's not our lives. We are not there to save the day. We are not there to sacrifice ourselves so that they can understand each other or so that they have perfect communication or that they perfectly understand everything. Sometimes they are tired. Sometimes they're thinking about something else when someone's saying something. They look like they're understanding and they're, they're getting it all. They may be daydreaming. They may be thinking of their answer instead of thinking about what the other person's saying. Hmm. I think that would be normal, wouldn't it? So it's not always up to us to make sure that they understand. 
It's not always up to us to save their lives in this situation. When we think of it from that perspective, maybe we can keep calm because we're just people and they're just people. And sometimes when you work with people, well, things don't always work out and it's not our fault and it's not their fault. Sometimes it just happens. So the next time you get so stressed about a situation or in a situation or before a situation, think about what's the worst that can happen and work backwards from there. Because then you will say, well, if this happens, well, you know what? I've done this before. I can see when that's about to happen and I can do this. Or I don't have the skills to fix something like that. It's not up to me. So I need to let it go. As my daughter would sing for you right now, let it go. So let it go. Keep calm. Keep your focus on the job at hand. And keep interpreting. I'll see you next week. Take care now.